Hey guys, uh, welcome to episode two of Money Makes the World Go Round. I'm your handsome host, Mason Driscoll. Uh, let's get right into it. Special guest here, trillionaire Nisha Dempsey. They're <laughs> looking like a beauty. Uh, Nisha, why don't you uh, tell us a little bit about yourself? Like, where'd you grow up? So my name is Nisha Dempsey, obviously, you just introduced myself, but um, so I'm born and raised in the Yukon, um, recently uh, moved to the island to help out my grandmother, and then I'll be living in Victoria in uh, very soon here. So yeah, it should be good. I'm excited for it. That's awesome. So uh, whereabouts are you right now? Parksville. <laughs> it's a, yeah, <laughs> it's, a, it's a smaller, it's a smaller place about, uh, that doesn't give you much information, I guess. It's a, it's a smaller place, beautiful area um around uh around the nanaimo area it's about 30 minutes out in nanaimo beautiful beach beaches um it's uh yeah it's fantastic yeah i'm really enjoying it that's awesome man sounds like you're loving it um yeah. so, you know just a little bit about me and you uh you know we uh, grew up together basically in whitehorse well we uh, haven't talked for four to five years something like that we just reconnected what like three weeks ago something like that yeah yeah and i'm happy i'm happy to reconnect it's great yeah. It's awesome. Great to see you again. Um, I've seen you're up to a whole lot on social media and all that, getting into MMA and actually starting your own pod. So uh, yep. tell us a little bit about that. How's that M MMA going? MMA has gone fantastic. I was uh, I was potentially fighting in in September for Muay Thai, right? But um, that didn't really go through or it didn't make sense to go through because that's when I'm moving to Victoria is kind of when my fight is going to be up or would have been happening. Okay. So it's... um. Yeah, it uh, it just it was a bit of a conflict and just didn't end up working out. But I I do ha plan on having a fight in the uh, in the winter, a, a stand up fight. So that'll be good. I'm really excited for that, and I've been sharpening the axe for a while now. I started training when I was about 15, and um, I love I love the uh, the arts, and it's um, it's a fantastic thing for all young men, older men, and women any of all ages to get into. So yeah, it teaches you a lot of great values. No, that's awesome. That's awesome, man. I mean, I was thinking of getting into boxing myself, but uh should happen. <laughs> Why not? I'm not sure. I mean, I booked the one class, I go out there and they're like, yo, you need gear. And I'm like, what do you mean? It's my first session here. Can you guys not like provide this stuff? Yeah. Never fell through with it. <laughs> they didn't they didn't provide you with gear? No, no. And it was like the place was so bougie too. It literally looked like a boxing gym just for influencers, bro. Interesting. <laughs> it was on some shit. But, I um, think, I think that must have been a weird gem if they didn't provide like startup gear for am for like amateurs kind of thing. That's what I was thinking too. Like my buddy, uh, I had a buddy here in Calgary. He used to do some boxing shit since he was like twelve, something like that. And he was saying the same stuff. Like they should be providing this. Oh, for sure. Like at at every gym I've been to, they've been able to provide people equipment. So yeah, it's, that's just industry standard. I think. Yeah. No. Honestly, it should be. It should be. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. mean. What's up with this Hopeful Minds Initiative things? I gotta, I gotta say, you know, actually kind of inspired me to start this year. So uh, congratulations to you, yeah. kind of blowing hey, up. Thank you very much. It's, uh, yeah, it's, um, it's great. Like first, initially, I had it's just me doing it right now, but I plan on having a like a team and board of directors or a board of, uh, of like a board in the future. But right now, it's just me, and um, it was, um, yeah, it was initially just tips and tricks, essentially, of how to manage your mental health, kind of motivational stuff, and uh, to keep people going, right? And so, so mental health awareness and suicide prevention. I personally, I did a um, personal IG post, Instagram post, um, about a bit of my journey and uh, why I'm starting Hopeful Minds Initiative and what I've done since. I, I noted in that that I was starting a bodybuilding competition. That was my time. That was my plan at the, I'd like to address that because that was my initial, that was my initial goal. 
but then I got into MMA and then it kind of just took my focus to MMA and I want to start fighting instead of like I, I was on and off I've been on and off training since 15 right so I and then I really got passionate with it this year again so I uh yeah I started just grinding that instead so but yeah and uh yeah I've been doing business stuff and also started the um what is going to be hopefully a nonprofit kind of thing um uh in in the future but right now it's just me and you need a certain amount of people to be, become a nonprofit obviously and so just gathering the right people in the future and uh yeah so it yeah like i said i'll get back on track here it's it's um so it it, it was at the start just tips and tricks like i said to manage mental health and then now we're or i'm transitioning into podcasts so we're doing so we just had a young um a young very well-spoken individual young athlete on uh, on his name gavin mckenna and uh he he did a, fa- a fantastic job at uh, presenting and yeah, he's um, a phenomenal hockey player and just overall great guy. Um, and then we just filmed one in uh, in the Yukon. I was just there for uh, for working to see family. And then um, yeah, and then I got a couple coming up. And uh, yeah, I'd, I'd love to go more into depth, but you have to tune into Hopeful Minds Initiative to uh, to see them. So it'll be good. Yeah, subscribe YouTube channel at Hopeful Minds Initiative. Shout out Hopeful Minds. Uh, I, I yeah. seen a video with Gavin Brooke. I love Gavin. I remember Gavin. I think we both played with him because uh, when, when did you stop playing hockey? I never played with Gavin. I, uh, I, so I, I was, he was my, like how I knew Gavin was, he was my uh, like little buddy in elementary school, like the buddy system. And uh, yeah, that's just kind of how I knew him and we connected and yeah, it was great. That's still sick. Man. <laughs> yeah, it's I mean, pretty cool. I remember yeah. like going to uh, Jack Holland, right? Gavin? Yeah, Jack Holland. That's yeah. right. That's the elementary school I went to. Yeah, no, bro, that was crazy. I was seeing something on Facebook the other day. They're having some investigation about those like breakout rooms they used to have, the study rooms. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I don't know anything about that. But yeah, and with um, yeah, with Hopeful Minds Initiative, the reason I started it was because, um, like I, I this is well known. I, I express this on my personal Instagram and on Hopeful Minds Initiative. Um, I I'm I'm diagnosed type one bipolar. And uh, I got diagnosed about a year and a half, year and a half ish ago, so or so. And um, with that comes a lot of adversity, um, manic psychosis, hypomanic, hypomanic uh, stuff, man- mania, um, severe depression, suicidal ideation. Uh, yeah, just a lot of hardship, right? And um, recovery was extremely difficult for me. And um, like that being said the episodes alone were probably the most terrifying thing i debate that a human could go through hallucinations and like auditory hallucinations delusions paranoia etc um so it was it was very it was very hard um and but yeah with the recovery i had to build up a mental fortitude to be able to withstand a lot of the downsides of you know what i mean of uh of recovering from that because when it, what happens essentially i saw I, I spoke at fh collins for i did a little speech there um about mental health awareness in my story and um that's a high school in the yukon and uh with yeah with uh when you have psychosis your limbic system essentially has a seizure right and um with that that obviously affects your brain significantly so long story short it was tough to recover from it but here I am today thriving. So I'm very happy and grateful for the supports I have. And uh, my family, my friends, they've all been fantastic. Um, 
yeah, it's uh, it's um, um, it's amazing. But uh, yeah, that's awesome to hear, my man. He, props to you. Mental health is definitely a a big thing. There's a big stigmatism, especially for men. That's been yeah. Going. So, uh, for sure. I'm happy for you that you're breaking that. You know, we for both sure. both kind of had some uh, mental health battles here. I can can kind of relate on the um, yeah. Yeah, I went through a drug induced psychosis. That's terrifying. Bit. Yeah, no, it's it's. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't wish it on anyone, man. The recovery, it's it's hard. It's Same tough. Thing. It feels so good at the end. I feel like yeah, like such a better person. You know, you've taken that step and actually looked at yourself from the outside to change. Things. Yeah, you gain so much insight and so much, so much great life knowledge that, like, honestly, if there was a button that I could press and it would say, you you don't have to be diagnosed with type one bipolar and you don't have to go through any of that shit. I wouldn't press it. You know what I mean? So it's because uh, it gained me so much great. It changed me as a person. Gained me so gained me so much insight into who I am and in, in life in general. Um, and uh, yeah, I wouldn't press the button. And uh, but sure, I have to deal with day to day bull bull BS on the uh, on the regular. But it's uh, it's something that I'm managing, and I manage it extremely efficiently. So I'm very happy with uh, with that. And I've learned to manage it extremely efficiently. I should say. Yeah, it really teaches you a lot about yourself. Honestly, yeah. you know, you're, like, you're super well-spoken, my man. You're, you're a great guy. So uh, appreciate that. You as well. Likewise. <laughs> Thanks, my man. But um, I guess yeah, let's jump into these questions. So I guess my let's first one, you know, like, when did you realize that you were an entrepreneur? And I know you may not see yourself as an entrepreneur, but kind of like, when did you realize you were that go-getter, you know, that you wanted that extra, extra little bit of push? So it's a very good question. My 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 life has always been how do i articulate this is i've always wanted to be my own boss ever since i can remember ever since i was 10 years old i've i've never wanted to say oh yeah I, you know i work for i work for uh i work for someone like i've always wanted my own business oh sorry about that <laughs> yeah I, I it's my speaker anyways so yeah i uh, i've always wanted to uh i've always wanted to be my boss that's been always my dream and um like i was i was working for an agency um doing i've done the odd landscaping job i've done construction i've done you name it kind of thing a golf course stuff like that um so but and then recently i was working for a uh a like um web design company doing doing web design and uh and um building websites and uh and doing a little bit of digital marketing as well with that and uh as well as running my business on the side so and then my business kind of went to got to a point where you know we got we got pretty busy so i because when you run when you start your own business it's this this the cash flow isn't steady and I need a steady, steady, more steady cash flow, right? So that's why I was working for a different web design company, and um, yeah, and then I, I had to, I eventually just had to uh, leave the company and um, focus on my own business, which I'm uh, pretty grateful for. I'm pretty grateful to be in that spot, and uh, yeah, it's just uh, for any for all the young young guys listening out there, young women, hard work does pay off. It, um, it, you just have to put your head down and really uh, whatever you're doing and just grind and um, yeah so I'm, I'm happy with the spot I'm in today and uh, it's just we're just getting we're on a we're going we're going up and up right now so it's I'm pretty happy about it no that's awesome to hear man I mean there only is one way to go up but, yeah. uh, I love what you said about you know like uh, being able to achieve those goals you know like hard work does pay off it honestly does 
you know, no yeah. matter how much hard work you pay in, that's going to come sometime. It may not be now. It could be 10 years down the road. Like goals yeah. are reachable. Bro, I don't know if you've seen it, but yesterday I posted my flight. I'm going to Greece next year. That's no way. Really- no, I didn't see that. That's fantastic, man. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's been my goal since I was like 13, man. And, you know, I've just, last, <laughs> you last year I've just been working my ass off. And I was like, finally, yeah. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. But um, I also like what you said about being your own boss, because that's one of my key components to actually becoming an entrepreneur. So I got to put up, you know, I was never like, I don't want to sit there. I don't want to work for anybody. I want to make my own hours. I want to make my own money. I want to send my message out by myself, whether it's with my team, whether it's only by myself personally. So that's honestly, yeah. that's awesome. You got that component in there too. Um, yeah, I guess next question would be, uh, what were your goals when you first started out as like, you know, your entrepreneur? When you first well, I was young when I, like I said, I was, I was young when I first, uh, in the very, I want to address this. It's ter- the term entrepreneur is very loosely thrown around nowadays. It's, I, I don't know if I'd consider myself like necessarily an entrepreneur. I guess so. Um, I haven't done too much critical thinking about that, but, um, I'd, I'd say, I'd say, I'd say to a certain extent I am. Um, so yeah, that's, that's to get that out of the way. I wanted to mention that in the previous question, but to, so to a certain extent, I agree. I am an entrepreneur, but, um, yeah, it's very loosely thrown around nowadays, but, uh, with people like, yeah, but anyways, um, I won't go on, on about that, but, uh, yeah, like, uh, um, uh, yeah. So my initial goals when I was younger, I wanted to be a millionaire. You know what I mean? As most, a lot of young kids do, but then they get in the trap of, you know what I mean? Getting sucked into a degree they don't really like doing and working for a boss they don't really like. And, you know, they, they get sucked into the nine to five kind of lifestyle. And I'm not going to sit here and say that I'm a millionaire, you know what I mean? And doing like amazingly well, like I'm, I'm doing okay, but it's, it's, uh, yeah, my, my goal was to be, to be essentially to be a million millionaire. And, uh, um, I hope to have that come tr- come true in my twenties. That's awesome. And I, I believe that it will very well, strongly. It sounded like it. You know, you uh, I, I totally believe in manifestation. You say it enough times, it'll happen. You know, it changes your mindset. So yeah. uh, it looks like you're on a good path going up. And then awesome. appreciate that. Thank you. So uh, what do you uh, what do you say your goals change from then to now? You know, going through all these experiences that you have and opening up all these new initiatives you got going on from then to now i was more fixated on money now i want to be able to help millions of people whether that be financially whether that be through like a, like because eventually i want to open up a foundation for medical 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 illness or mental illness um like medicine research essentially to make to uh find cures for stuff like bipolar, or if that's possible, or you know what I mean, or schizophrenia or whatever you have it. Um, so I want to be able to find stuff. I want to be able to dump a lot of money into stuff like that. Um, so I want to be able to help people in the masses, whether it be through tips and tricks with through, through my podcast and how to own a mass millions of followers on that. Um, well, I should say I'm going to amass a million followers on that, but that sounds a bit cocky, right? But uh, that's just what I believe. And um yeah, just consistency is key, and it's been. I I did. I was in a little bit of a slump with it, but now I'm getting back into it. But uh, anyways, the uh, yeah. So yeah, my perspective shifted after I had my mental illness stuff. So before it was all money driven. Yeah, I want to be able to, and I did want to be able to help out my inner circle and my family and stuff like that. I still do, but it was more just like for personal benefit. Now I want to be able to help help people 
because when after my after like I did my speech especially and or like I tell people or I posted that on Instagram about my personal mental health stuff on my personal Instagram um after I told people and people come over to me or message me saying you know what that helped me a lot and they'd open up to me and they'd feel and they'd put themselves in like a vulnerable spot but it would be for a a good but it would be good because like uh, obviously i wouldn't share the information i wouldn't do anything malevolent with their information so it's it's uh it was it was amazing to have people open up to me and trust me and uh feel like i was like kind of like i don't know i just felt amazing for people to people to be people to people to say that they that i've helped them that's what makes me money like if i was making a million dollars right now sure it'd be amazing and it'd be cool and i'd be able to do a lot of great things with it but what i take that over is like a million people coming and saying you helped me you saved my life or something like that you know what i mean so that's uh that's my personal outlook on that it's awesome my man i mean yeah you said it the best there <laughs> <laughs> I've done lots of thinking about stuff like this, right? Like I, I sit in my bed and just dwindle about, you know, on and on. I, I yeah, I do lots of, I do lots of thinking. No, that's awesome. I mean, I can definitely say, bro, you, you broke the ice for uh, 80% of the Yukon for mental health, the whole stigmatism there. You're really getting people to reach out and uh, engage with everything you got going on, which is honestly amazing, especially in such a small town like that. I mean, you know, we both know it's, it's not good for your mental health at all not a whole lot to do there there's pros and cons to it like there's um yeah there's like there are uh there are pros and cons to it but um overall like it, it's like any place there's pros and cons that's what i got to say about that yeah that's pretty fair that's pretty fair <laughs> but um yeah so just going off that you know what would you say your biggest accomplishments are and then uh just follow it up with your biggest regrets all right I guess. that's this this is one of the questions that um that was uh it was it's a good question um my biggest accomplishment was being able yeah like probably probably speaking at like well like i've had a lot of sports accomplishments that have been amazing like uh for alpine skiing i was second at western uh at ski cross western canada finals um back in the day, back in my prime, <laughs> but, uh, it, uh, yeah, like it's, I'd say my biggest accomplishment is being able to help people and, uh, through their mental health battles. Um, so that's my biggest accomplishment, my, big, my biggest regret. Um, you know, a lot of people say, have this thing where they say no regrets, like you just learned from it. Right. There are some things I regret in life. Um, there are some things I regret in life, uh, like just be like being dumb and you know what I mean? And just losing, losing friends over that, you know what I mean? And going and I sure I learned from it, but I do regret it. Like, I mean, there's, there's times where I made dumb mistakes and lost, lost friends from that. So yeah, I'm trying to be as transparent as possible. So, um, yeah, so that's, that's probably my biggest regret. And just like, it's, well, it's just learning, right. Growing up, being a teenager doing, doing, uh, doing stuff you know and learning so yeah that that was, that was probably my biggest regret that's awesome it's awesome that you're uh, so open about everything like yeah. you, you don't run into too many people that are willing to throw their throw what's happened to them out there and you know i can totally relate to you on that friend thing uh through my journey in life you know lost a couple of friends to some dumb shit uh, yep. I grew up being a dumb teenager but stuff happens you learn from it and that it really shapes you to who you are today humbles you so uh, exactly props to you for that my man 
yeah so, uh, last one here i don't know if you got any questions for me or anything like that but uh i'll throw one more to you what would your advice to be anyone to any like new entrepreneurs or anyone new looking to get get their motion out there you know get their word out there and bring themselves up in life what would you be any advice any new entrepreneur so can you reiterate that question one one more time for me yeah, so like any any uh advice for any new entrepreneurs or any, any new go-getters i'll use since uh you're not an entrepreneur you, you say <laughs> well i don't know i mean like I'm a, i don't know maybe i am i'm i haven't really thought about that one too much and then again i say i think a lot but i don't know i don't know i'm kind of contradicting myself but i uh yeah for to address your question um i'd say for for like for new for new entrepreneurs and and uh, people that want to run their own business and want to be financially free whatever you have it i'd say okay so a couple things firstly find a mentor find someone or you can find a business model i guess find find what lucrative business model you can choose that you actually enjoy and you can see yourself sustaining it for years to come doesn't mean for you have to do it for the rest of your life it could be a means to an end to start to open up a bigger company like a property company for example um so find find a business model obviously find like a a good solid lucrative business model that's not gonna that doesn't have a, a whole bunch of expenses with it unless you get like some great funding um secondly find a mentor find someone usually older than you that you know knows about business knows operational side of business knows about marketing potentially knows about you know the number side you can just you don't have to worry about until like you make a certain amount of money but um yeah so don't worry about that too much like but that being said if you're very creative minded and very like i think it's left brain um it's good to find people with the right brain you know, and if you're very right, which is like accounting, stuff like that, like logistics and stuff, analytics. And if you're really right brain and good with numbers and all that, try to find someone that's, you know, a bit more creative and, you know, has a good design, design eye. Um, so, yeah, so that's find a mentor and find, find someone that it could be, you know, your uncle that owns a business. It could be I have very I have a lot of great mentors in my life and um, I'm very grateful for that um so yeah so find a mentor and then the third one i don't want to flip you off i'm not going to put the just the middle finger up but the third one i'll do this because this is cooler um so the third the third one is uh definitely put in the hours put in the hours just grind like there were days like i'll be honest i'll be transparent and uh this sounds ridiculous i'd work like yeah like 17 16 16 17 hour days like just like all i do is like when i was starting my company all i do is just sit in front of my computer and just grind and research build etc so just put in the hours it doesn't that doesn't mean that's kind of extreme those hours so if you're listening and you look up to me or whatever you want to want to call it don't uh it, that's a pretty unhealthy way to live and uh it did it wasn't the best optimal optimal for me so yeah find what is healthy for your mental health and uh you can still manage your life but put in the hours and be consistent and don't rely on motivation rely on like build like you can use motivation to build your discipline there's nothing wrong with that but with 
yeah, just don't rely 100% on motivation. I, I used, what I did was I used a lot of motivation, motivational videos and stuff like that to build my discipline. And now I'm a very disciplined individual who is, can, can get, can put in the hours and, you know what I mean, be consistent. So, yeah, so it's, uh, yeah, you can, you just don't rely on motivation. That's a, that's a, that's a big one because motivation isn't sustainable for a long period of time. Um, but discipline is, um, so yeah, um, that's, uh, that's what I got for that. No, that's, that's awesome. I mean, I mean, I totally understand what you mean about, uh, feeding motivation and a discipline. You, uh, yeah. you're a disciplined man. I can, can tell from here. I haven't seen you in person for a while, my man, but you, uh, you really brought that up, which is awesome. hundred percent correct. I love what you said about putting in the hours too. I mean, those boats got to be carried sometime. They're not going to carry them. Yeah. <laughs> like so, David Goggins says, I said that in my last podcast too. I was like, uh, I was like, who's going to carry the boats? But, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it was, uh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, yeah, it's funny. It's not always going to be fun, but you know, that man's a, that man's a, he's a, like a, a freak in a good way of an individual. Like he's, he's built up so much mental fortitude and, uh, just does absurd things like runs like hundreds of hundreds of kilometers. It's been, it's insane. You gotta be celibate or something. Like, no way, no way, you're doing that. <laughs> you can't be doing that. He doesn't have time for that. But yeah, <laughs> no, but um, yeah, like, yeah, that's that, that's pretty much. Uh, yeah, that's what I got for you. I, and I have a question for you, Mason, Mister Driscoll, whatever you'd like to be addressed as. Definitely not that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, do you believe that money buys happiness? Because your podcast name is "Money Makes the World Go Around." So do you think that money buys happiness? To a certain tough, degree. Tough question. To, to a certain degree. I think it really all depends on your values and qualities as a person. You know, someone mm-hmm. who's materialistic, go buy that Rolls Royce. You're going to be happy for a month. Happiness, mm-hmm. happiness is never permanent unless, you know, you're changing up your life, your personality, your ways. I don't think money can uh, long, buy long-term happiness. It can definitely buy short-term happiness. For sure um yeah like pleasure for example like you can buy like you want if you buy like a car or whatever or yeah like sign a deal or whatever you go to mexico it's you you get you you have pleasure from that you get pleasured but um it doesn't i don't i wouldn't say that it necessarily buys fulfillment or happiness um that comes from you know various things like helping people stuff like that so that's that's what I kind of backtracking that kind of goes back to what I said earlier, like why my perspective shifted so much is because I actually found what makes me feel fulfilled. And I'm going to pursue that for the rest of my life. And um, that's awesome, man. Sorry, I cut you off there. You say something. You're good, man. You're all good. This is a conversation. It's it's well, this is a conversation, right? I'm asking you questions. That's good. But um, you ask me questions. It's like, yeah, it's all good. Um. Yeah. So yeah, I, I, uh, and I'm very, I'm very grateful and very lucky. It's kind of weird saying I'm lucky for going through psychosis, but I'd say I'm lucky to a certain extent because I found out exactly what I want to do at a very young age, you know, and what makes me happy. Some people don't, a lot of people don't even find that in their whole life. Right. So I'm, I'm extremely lucky in that way sure it was terrible going through all that and and oh sorry <laughs> and uh sorry i should have muted my that but uh yeah it, it sure was terrible going through all that but it uh yeah i'm 
I'm lucky to what I, what I've made myself because of it and what I've came out of because of it. Yeah, no, that's, that's pretty much what I got to say about it too. I mean, uh, you really you go through stuff and like I was saying before, it shapes you to who you are today. Um, I know definitely not the same as I used to be, but I'm happy to be where I'm at today and just keep like to go off your question there. Money, money doesn't buy happiness, but like, let's say I had this business here, you know, I'm bringing in 500 K a year just for myself, personal income. Yeah. You know, I'd be happy. I feel successful, but it's not, it's not really my goal. Like, like what, how am I, why am I making this money? You know, how could I be uh, investing this to help other people? I'd say really, you know, you're not, you're not happy until you're helping other people. Honestly. I think that's, that's the root of a lot of it for a lot of people. Yeah, yeah for sure. For sure. Secured, you know, who else you got, you know, worry about everyone else, my man. You're locked yeah. up. But, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's my answer for that. You were very well said. Very well said. <laughs> yeah. you, you yourself are very, uh, you're very well spoken. And I can say that you've grown. I can see that you've grown a lot as a person. And I commend you for that. It's, um, yeah, and like, you, you can tell when, you know what I mean? Someone, someone's been through something and it's like, or at least I can tell sometimes, you know what I mean? Cause their, their maturity levels are a bit different, right? Like it's, um, you seem like a very mature, mature guy and it's, and like you've grown a lot. So it's, uh, it's good to see. Thank you. Honestly, my man, it uh, means a lot. You know, I'd like to say I'm mature. I mean, I look like I'm fucking 28, but I'm only 19. So <laughs> yeah. well, you got the muzzy, the mustache. <laughs> It's good. I wish I could grow one of those. I just, uh, yeah, I just grow fuzz, but, or I have to shave, but it's like, it's nothing. Put some, uh, put some castor oil in there, some coconut oil in there. Yeah, some just for men. <laughs> Get some Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just wanted to say, you know, thank you for hopping on for this episode. Uh, by all means, you didn't have to, and you definitely, you took that step to help me out. So I want to say thank you. And, uh, I hope, you know, I hope this filled, uh, filled some gaps for you. Got a little bit of insight about everything. And uh, yeah. yeah, that's all I got to say, my man. Thank you. It's been fantastic chatting with you. It's been, uh, yeah, I love what you're doing. It's good. It's you're stepping out of your comfort zone and doing something new. It's, uh, you know what I mean? And there will be people that, there's people that judge me. There's people that will probably judge you. And that's just human nature. You know what I mean? So just keep sticking to it and don't listen to the people that are negative because they see you doing something awesome. You know what I mean? For sure, my man. Yeah. You know, keep carrying those boats, buddy. <laughs> I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. All right. Thank you, my man. I'll, uh, I'll talk to you later. Yeah. Cheers. Have a good one. Peace, yeah. Yeah.